decided to play God? God, probably. God isn't real. God is a construct. Neither is Gwen Stefani. (laughs) (laughs) Don't speak. No, just what you're thinking. I had to explain to mom that Gwen Stefani wasn't real when Hollow Back Row came on the radio. <laughs> Gwen Stefani? Don't know her. Don't know Never her. known her. Who? Who? Humpst? Humpst? <laughs> Humpst? I hate that. But, but. Because I did that. What are you doing? <laughs> there was a, that wood. No, it's a, it's a thread. There was a thread on my titty. It looked like wood, so I was just like, "What? How'd you get wood? Where did you get wood? Where did you get wood?" I hate that. Hi guys. As you should. Hello. Welcome to Grab Bag Podcast. Um, obviously we are on like week three or four. This of, is four. This is a month. It's four for you. It's four for me. Yeah. Uh, my last day of work was the sixteenth. Ooh, so it'll be a month, month for me tomorrow. Ooh. No, it'll be a month for me in two days because the day after my last day of work, I babysat. So children are gross as is. Yeah. And that's, no, the, oh, I'm saying that's when one of them sneezed in my mouth. But it was, it was, sorry, it, was it was the week before. The littlest one. That still does, that still does not calm my nerves. No, the littlest one. Um, I, The last day I babysat. Because I babysat three days in a row, and the last day I babysat, I babysat for, like, ten hours straight, which was a lot. Um, and it was four kids between the ages of, uh, five and ten, I think? I can't remember how- That's a lot of kids. Yeah. Or it was four, six, eight, and nine, something like that. And, uh, the last, like, twenty minutes I was there, they all just sat on me as I read them books, right? And the little one was turning the page, and the littlest two were fighting over who got to turn the page, because kids are like that. And, uh, the littlest one looked at me, and he was about to say something, and I was like, what's up, sir? And I said his name, because I'm not going to say his name, because... Children. Children. Um, but he was like... <coughs> and, like, just... <laughs> just sneezed in my mouth, and I was like... Ugh. Oh, no. For some reason, all I could picture was, like, one of those, like... One of those, uh... Room refreshers where like you walk past it and it just <laughs> and it and it that's all I could imagine with a child sneezing in your mouth yeah, and you go <laughs> and then it was like <laughs> <laughs> go it probably got on your teeth it definitely got on my teeth uh, <laughs> I hate I really hated teeth. it yeah my teeth are eighty percent of my face so and whenever like Jeff you Blim. and like whenever you like talk to like children you're like hi how are you yeah I show and my teeth show like a predator the, and like the bottom teeth too <laughs> and, like, predator. <laughs> wow, I don't like that. My Mr. Crab's looking ass. Mr. Crab's looking ass. My mangle is to blow up and then, then act, act like, like I, don't I don't know nobody. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so disgusting. Um, What's our topic this week, Rachel? We are still <laughs> four away from hitting three hundred on four. Instagram. We were five last week. We are four this week. Good, good nap. Yeah, my room has been infested by gnats lately, and I don't know if this means, like, what this means. 
But they've been in other parts of the house too, so I yeah, think it's because like, it's, it's getting warmer. I think it's just because it's getting warmer, and our and our house is old. old. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So this week I drew paranormal, and I love ghosts, and um, I want to do the ghosts in our house, but but that should be like a special one. Yeah, like like one hundred. Yeah, like it's just like the ghosts in our house are kind of chill. Like they weren't chill for a couple years, but they're chill now. Yeah. So like. Eh, eh. But I decided eh. to keep it local anyway because I wanted to do something like, oh, the Stanley Hotel or something like that. But, like, I'm like, that's a lot of research that I just, like, don't have the attention span to do while I'm in quarantine because I'm, like, depressed. <laughs> I've already dyed my hair and I have more hair dye coming in. <laughs> so I'm going to dye it's my been hair coming in for like two again. Weeks. It's supposed to be here Saturday. So, you know, problems. So I did something that I already kind of knew about, um, and I'm doing Concordia Cemetery. So for those of y'all who don't live in El Paso, which is maybe one person, maybe, uh, <laughs> the Concordia Cemetery is in El Paso, and I have a little bit of history about it. I have also watched a Ghost Adventures episode about it, and uh, which is that really reliable? It's hyper unreliable, and I. <laughs> Half of my notes are just are so just I did notes the- I did notes about like the history about some remarkable people buried there yeah. about the hauntings and then I just did ghost adventures and it's me yelling at Zach Baggins because <laughs> he's a piece of also, shit his name's Zach Baggins he's a piece of shit Zach Bagel Bites eat my ass you're an <laughs> asshole you fucking boot cut motherfucker I hate like oh I'll get into how much I hate Zach Baggins. <laughs> When we get there. I couldn't, I couldn't with Bagel Bite, motherfucker. It's, it's because, uh, and that's why we drink, Christine and M call him Zach Bagel Bites. Oh. Because he has Christine blocked on Twitter. <laughs> you know what? I wish I was blocked. I respect it. I wish Zach Baggins would block my ass on Twitter. Uh, that's, fuck that guy. Uh, he's, he was so annoying. Like, the minute... Oh, okay. 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 Well, let's talk about Concordia Cemetery. This yeah. is not an episode about Zach Baggins, is, although, although it, will it could turn, be. It will turn into an episode, an episode about Zach, Zach Baggins, Baggins. Uh, towards the end here. All so, right. Um, so I'm going to say straight up off the top, I don't think cemeteries are very haunted places. Really? By human spirits. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So generally, I don't, like, if you die traumatically, I have just this feeling that, you know, you're kind of staying around where you died. You're kind of staying around something that meant something. You're not following your corpse. Especially since most burial sites are blessed. Like, it's hollowed ground. Which is why, like, in vampire lore, they can't go on to, like, churches. Because it's Mm -hmm. hollowed ground. And most cemeteries are blessed, or, like, the burial sites are blessed mm-hmm. when you get buried especially if you're religious oh my god have you ever been to a funeral really like in living yeah. memory yeah i went to aunt pat's oh i forgot she died she, she, <laughs> she she's fucking Rachel her ghost is on our front porch and i forgot she died <laughs> Rachel Khalid. i was in middle school yeah i was in high school and i remember i was taking two math classes that semester one during the day and then one after school because they fucked up with uh, how much with the credits we needed for the college half of it, mm. and that's part of the reason I graduated early because it was junior year. Uh, yeah, and I remember mom called me during my after school mm-hmm. math class, and I looked at our cool teacher who listens to this show. By the way, it's that one. 
uh, that's our cool teacher I listen to the show. And I was like, hey, uh, can I go outside and take this call for my mom? And he was like, yeah, because he's cool. And she was like, so um, I have some awful news. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, God, what happened? And she was like, your Aunt Pat died. And I was like, cool. Can I go back to class now? <laughs> like, I, I didn't care. Because Aunt Pat was, she was a bipolar schizophrenic. And uh, really kind of mean. Because she w- didn't go on her meds. And so yeah, she, like, she, she was hard to be around. And so I don't feel bad about not caring that she died like we I don't feel bad close. I don't I don't have any guilt associated we with that close. and if you try to make me feel guilty you're not gonna win anyway but like the day of her funeral I had to leave that math class really early and we had a quiz that we had like a test that day so I just zoomed through this math test and handed it in and went to the went to the like not the funeral but like the viewing or whatever the the part that's at night before the funeral itself and I got like a 98 on that test <laughs> You're horrified. I no, 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 no. I no. Can we talk about this? Rachel does shit like this and gets it does well. She pulls shit like this all the time. Like that time I had food poisoning during the star and I got commended on it, even though I took it in twenty minutes and then vomited. Yeah, she does shit like that, and I'm like, yeah. you absolute bitch. Yeah, like and like when I it's I try so hard. It's because when I take my time, I overthink things and I overguess things. So I'm like, oh, whatever, yeah. fuck it. I don't give a shit. And I, I thought, I was, I was literally, I was already preparing to go to that teacher, like, the next day, or the next time when he gave us back the quizzes or whatever, and being like, can I retake this? I literally went to my aunt's viewing that night. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I just it thought, I, I thought, I was like, this is I'm gonna taking suck. it to take it. I'm taking it to take it, but not to get a good grade on it, because. Yeah. Did you whatever. draw some burrow cap? I did draw some burrow cap, yeah. Uh, yeah. I used to draw on tests, especially math tests, uh, this cat wearing a sombrero saying Olay because I was like, here is the makeup for my inadequacies. It's a poorly drawn, is another inadequacy. A poorly drawn cat in a sombrero. And then, and then whenever I would do bad in especially that math class, <laughs> I would draw sombrero, sombrero cat. cat. And then on my last test, on my final, and my last math class of my entire high school career. Um, oh yeah, because Riley's never going back to school. Oh yeah, I'm never, I'm never taking another math class again. <laughs> but... Um, I drew sombrero cap. What? I drew sombrero cap for my teacher. I'm like, this is the last time I'm gonna see a sombrero cat, and he, and he got kind of sad. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, All right. So anyway, I don't feel like that's my first note. Is generally, I don't feel like cemeteries are haunted by human spirits unless a grave miscarriage of justice happened to them. What do you feel like they're haunted by instead, like cryptids, demons? Ah. I feel like because people have, like, because people are like, oh, cemeteries are so ooky spooky, I'm gonna go do stupid shit in them. Yeah. And so I feel like humans brought ugly things to cemeteries. They're not inherently haunted. Like, if a brand new cemetery opened up for business. It would be fine. It would be fine. (laughs) It would be be fucking fine until some goddamn person is like, I worship Satan, went in and decided to- yeah, I wish the fat Um, decided to go in and just fuck around because, like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Someone's going to fight me online on the internet in like ten years when someone inevitably discovers this audio. Anyway, so Concordia Cemetery was established in 1840 on the Concordia Ranch. Uh, that spread was owned by Hugh and Juana Stevenson, white people, except for Juana. Juana was not Juana Stevenson by birth. She, he was. It was Hugh Stevenson. Hugh Stevenson married the local. Juana Maria Ascarate, like Ascarate Park, which is also, it's not right by Concordia, but if it was a ranch, Concordia, Jeff, and Ascarate would probably all be on the same ranch. Yeah. Pioneer lady. 
Super cool. Woo. Yeah, and uh, her family gave them the ranch when, or gave gave them the land where they built the ranch. So her okay. family was, okay. yeah. Um, Established. Yeah, in the ranch they also built a chapel and a cemetery. They named it after his hometown of Concordia, Missouri. So this is a white man. It's really funny because whenever we say Concordia, we, we say Concordia. We say Concordia. Concordia. But I think yeah. it's because we live here. I think it's because we live here. Yeah, so it's but... it's honestly Concordia. Or oh, Concordia. that feels so Concordia. weird. Because we lived here all our, our life. Concordia. And saying it like... I don't know, but I think... With the with the American Missouri. dialect. Missouri. In, was Missouri one of the people... Well, Missouri one of the people. God damn it. Was Missouri one of the places that Spain held occupancy? Maybe I don't know enough about history, I don't know or history. geography, TBH. Because if it was Spain, then, then, it, that, then makes that would sense make sense because we're bringing it back to Spanish. But, but it's obviously white people held territory now. Yeah. It's cousin fucking uh season there all the year long. So um, all the year, all year long, all the year, and all the year long. <laughs> um. <laughs> so ironically. Juana Stevenson was the first person buried there after getting mauled by her pet deer and dying of an infection in 1857. What a way. What a way to go. You know what? I wish I was mauled by some animal. Not maybe a, maybe not a deer. Pet deer. It was a pet deer though. It wasn't just a deer. It It was was a pet pet deer. deer. I'm like, that's badass though. She seems badass. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She, the pictures I've seen of her, she just looks really angry. She look angry. She look angry. Um, she needs a snack. I mean, she needs a snack. She needs a snack and go to Okay, so in, <laughs> in 1882, the city of El Paso bought part of the ranch in order to bury the poor. Concordia has this, like, patchwork history of who was buried there and yeah. why. And I've gone on, on a Concordia, Concordia ghost tour, which was a history tour, which I will get into when I hit the ghost adventures mm. part of this episode. All right. Because they're very, my ghost tour and the ghost adventures episode are very interlinked. Which anyone who's gone on a Concordia ghost tour uh, before 2018 can also say. So it's not like I'm special. Yeah, yeah. Um, the different sections of the cemetery were purchased by diverse groups of people in the 1890s, including Jesuits, Catholics, Freemasons, Jewish people, African Americans, Chinese, military, the city, and the county of El Paso. Because of this, no one took responsibility for the upkeep and the cemetery of the cemetery as a whole... And so it's our. It was. It's. If you've never been to Concordia, right? No. Yeah. I not. It's. I hesitate to say shabby. But it's unkept. It's unkept. Um. Yeah. Because of this, uh, in the 1960s, the cemetery was not in good shape and was owned by both private and public interests separately. So mm. yeah. So like when you drive past Concordia, because you drive past it on the freeway, yeah, and I remember being the, in like elementary school on the spaghetti bowl. I remember being in, like, <laughs> elementary school and people telling me to hold my breath the entire time you pass Concordia so you don't inhale a bad spirit. You're, like, two, two, 200 feet in the air. But it's just it's least. just passing Concordia. It's just passing a cemetery. Yeah. Like, it's I, 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 fig- I, I always figured that was cemetery lore, not just straight-up Concordia lore. Um, but the funny thing about Concordia is it goes behind, like, there's a building right next to Concordia that's, like, a... It's like a it's like a rug, rug outlet. It's like a rug store. <laughs> it's like yeah. a rug store. It's like yeah, but for like office buildings, so it's like a it's like a not a plant, but it it holds a bunch of shit. Yeah. It's an outlet. It's a warehouse, and it Concordia not only runs next to it, it runs directly behind it too. Yeah. And my mom, who's an accountant, used to help them with their taxes and shit in like the late nineties, and she said it's not haunted at all. That no one there has ever said it's haunted. They're all like, yeah, this place is just not haunted. 
And I'm like, it's too <laughs> sterile to be haunted, like. But, like, Concordia is very, like, pitch-patched, like, mixed together. Yeah, and, like, okay, grass so what else, section. I would say, what I was getting at is that there's this beautiful grass section. Yeah. In the middle of Concordia. Yeah. That's the Jewish That's cemetery. That's the Jewish cemetery. You are not allowed right. in there on ghost tours. That mm-hmm. part is not open to the public. When I went on my ghost tour, they were like, you can look in, but I'm turning my back if you're looking in because you're technically not even allowed to do that. And that's the only part that looks nice from afar. It is. And it's, it's a beautiful oasis. And oh, yeah. It, it's, it's green. It's grassy. There are willow trees. There's trees. Yeah. It's, like, really pretty. You just can't go You can it. see it from when you drive on the freeway. Like, cause you yeah. get, the freeway goes over Concordia, basically. Um, <laughs> and fucking, like, there's beautiful trees and shit. And I'm part of the article I read, because I read on um, a bunch of different articles about Concordia, like, someone donated, like, 200 desert willows. Desert willows are the ugliest goddamn tree. Not the trees that are now planted around Concordia are desert willows. They look like weeds. <laughs> they look like weeds. Like when those weed trees grow, mm-hmm. that's what they look like. Ew. Yeah, like the one that's, you know, yep. the one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Iron on his hip. Big Iron on his hip. Oh, I, I did talk about the desert willows. Okay. So, uh, in 1990, the Concordia Heritage, Asso- Heritage Association. Concordia? Because I'm trying not to say Concordia. Say it. The Concordia Heritage Association. 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 Was formed (laughs) to preserve and maintain the cemetery. And in 2012, the East Lettuce Lions Club, the Five Points Lions Club, and the Martin Funeral Homes, and the Martin Funeral Homes. I was on crack when I wrote this. I was also drinking wine out of a venti Starbucks (laughs) reusable cup when I was doing this. So... I was heated. <laughs> I was heated. I was heated. I was um, Donated 250 desert willows to the cemetery and helped plant the trees. Alright. So this next section, it's called Notable People That Riley Won't Know. Woo! These are the notable people that are buried. I only have like four or five, I think. Um, but I will not know a single lick of Riley will know of one of them. Will understand a third. And we'll get the fourth, or we'll understand a second, and we'll get the third by context. I. So the one you would know is John Wesley Harden. Wow, you don't? You, like, you don't <laughs> even recognize his name? I, I, I understand that it is a famous person. Okay, but that's but like, that, that's, that's, that's all I would think you would get. He, okay. was, he was a bank robber and shit. He was, a, he was an outlaw. He yeah, he had, more, he had more kills than Billy the Kid. Shit like that. So. Mm-hmm. Like, in that frame of time. Mm-hmm. He was the one that was killed in that building where that hobo was killed. The Death Awaits Hobo. Oh, that's such a good So if y'all don't know that. about the Death Awaits Hobo, this is my favorite thing. There is this... Little sidetrack. There is this building downtown in El Paso where jo- John Wesley Harden was killed. And it's currently a dress shop, but for, like, 15 years, it oh, was yeah. just abandoned. Right? And it has these beautiful, ornate gates on it. And a couple years ago, uh, in, like, 2015, 2016... Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's when I, yeah. around the time I got my tattoo. Um, so in 2015-ish, uh, a homeless man was killed there by two other homeless men, uh, or a homeless man and a homeless woman, woman people who yeah. are dating, whatever. And his body was killed. He was killed in, in, this, in the back room of this beautiful ornate building where John Wesley Harding was killed. And his body was set on fire. And then in the room leading to the room, like the main lobby to the building where... It led into a bunch of different rooms, and one of the rooms being the one where he was killed. They had spray-painted Death Awaits with an arrow pointing to his burned-ass body room. And, like, that has scarred me 
forever. Yeah. And I and I know it's like I literally every time we drive past it, I'm like, that's the Death of Wade's building, and it's right across the street. And and it's across two streets, one over and one to the side from Ghost Nine One Five, which is El Paso's like pre, which is like our ghost hunters. And I think that's just so ironic. It's so ironic. It's so funny. But I'm, when we were driving yeah. to, when we were finding a place to park so I could go get my tattoo because I got my tattoo downtown, my friends and I, oh, we parked down the street from it. And I was like, that's the Death of Waits building. And they're like, that's the what now? And you can Google it and you can see pictures, not of his burned body, obviously. But of the Death but of Waits. where it says Death of Waits. And it's not okay. It is frightening. No. Anyway, so that's the that's the building where John oh, Wesley okay. Harding was killed. That's why I know where. That's why I know that what place it is. has to be haunted. Yeah, that one hundred percent has, to be, has to be. There's, there's that's just because that's just two, but that's just two that's that we two. know of. Those are two like big events. Those are two traumatic ones. You yeah, big, yeah, big, yeah. Big so events. most likely they're staying there. Oh yeah. Anyway, so uh, John Wesley Harding, eighteen fifty three to nineteen or eighteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. Outlaw. He was born in Bonham, Texas. Uh, Harden had a violent. Or it's, I always want to say it's Harding, but it's Harden. John Wesley Harden. Harden, Harden no sounds better. Harding sounds better, but whatever. Because we think of our friends Katie and Jess. Yes. Harding. Yeah. Um, Harden had a violent nature and would kill at least forty-four men before meeting his own death from gunshots. The law was usually in hot pursuit of him throughout the South and Southwest. Captured in Florida, Harden was convicted of murder and given a 25-year sentence. While in prison, he earned a law degree and, when pardoned, passed the Texas bar exam. He then moved to El Paso, Texas and began his law career in 1895. He began having an affair with the wife of a client. The husband took offense and hired several deputy lawmen to kill Harden. On August 19, 1895, uh, John Selman shot Harden three times in the back. Despite his murderous record, he always said he never killed anyone who didn't need killing and all the shooting was done in self-defense. In Concordia, his grave is uh, surrounded by a cage. That's what the one was like. That's what the cage is. His grave is surrounded by a cage to keep people from looting his grave or like digging him up and shit. And there was even a case in like eh, a couple years ago, 2017-ish, where his family Mm. wanted to have him buried in, like, Dallas, I think. Like, they wanted to have his remains moved, but everyone was like, mm, no! So he's still here. All right, and so the guy who killed him is also buried in Concordia. <laughs> That's funny. And then a name you'll you'll recognize, but you won't necessarily get from where, is James uh, B. Biggs. Yeah, that sounds familiar, but I have no idea where You know from. it because of Biggs Airfield. Yeah? Fort Bliss. Oh. Yeah. So Fort Bliss is our uh, local military fort in El Paso. Fort Bliss. I hate Fort Bliss. God bless America. I hate Fort Bliss. I hate Fort Bliss. We used to have to go there every other week as kids, or for a while, to go to the officers club to have lunch with our grandma. Yep. And it especially, like, that was especially during a time where it was my emo phase and I didn't like half the food they had there, so I wouldn't eat. My grandma would get pissed about it. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I don't have to eat. I'm a vampire. Can you repeat that last one? I'm for sorry. The, for the I viewers in the back? <laughs> I for the listeners in the back? Okay, listeners in the back. Prove your ears, bitches. I don't have to eat. <laughs> I'm a vampire. <laughs> and that was my thing, so. I mean... <laughs> yeah, and Fort Bliss is, I don't know, it's just, it's it, sketchy, it, and it's, I don't, I don't like know. it. I don't know, it's just, 
And it brings the worst men to El Paso. Like, if if I've ever had a bad encounter with a male in El Paso, they are military. And that's on fact and period. And this is what people will actually get mad at me for. But I don't give a shit. Alright. The worst men I've interacted with are military men. In El Paso specifically. Elsewhere, there's other things. But in El Paso specifically, it's the military men. Anyway. And that's on the (laughs) war industrial complex. Anyway. So, uh, James E. Biggs was a war hero, apparently. Uh, He served in the something during World War One, and he was shot down um, and died in a crash near, you know, like a helicopter crash in France. And a military honor guard escorted his coffin to Concordia Cemetery in January 1925. The airfield at Fort Bliss, Texas, was named Biggs Army Airfield in his honor. So that's a name you would, like, get, but not really get. I understand. It's a name you'd understand, but not get. Like, I'm like, whatever, too. And, um... Two Mexi- two separate Mexican presidents were buried in Concordia. They don't they're not there anymore. Hmm. But they were there. They were there at one point. Yeah, so for two twelve years, two Mexican presidents were interred in a mausoleum in Concordia. Uh Pascual Orozco, uh, who was killed by the Texas Rangers, and Victoriano Huerta, who was declared a traitor to his country and fled to Texas. Both <laughs> were reburied. Orozco in uh, Mexico and Huerta in Evergreen Cemetery in El Paso. So Huerta's still here because he's a traitor to his country. Is he the one they talk about in, what's the home, downtown, the, like the Alexander home or the Mason home or something like that? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. like vaguely. Like I went on a field trip there. Like it's like a once. white, it's like a, it's like a white, it's like a white name home. Yeah. White name home. downtown. White name home downtown. Which is also apparently very haunted. And when I went on that field trip, I don't know, we only went once. I think I was also on that field trip. You were. It was like the whole school went because there was only 12 of us. Um, <laughs> no, it was like 30 of us, but that's like the normal size of a class in public school. Yeah, like one I class. remember it was just very fancy and I couldn't touch anything. Yeah, you couldn't touch anything and they're like, this chair is haunted. And I looked at it and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rachel didn't have a filter until 2012. Rachel barely no. has a filter currently. Rachel, has a, Rachel didn't get a filter until 2018. <laughs> true. True. Okay. Um, and let's talk about how fucked up the Chinese half of the Concordia Cemetery is. So... Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, the Chinese people buried in Concordia Cemetery are all railroad railroad workers, or were railroad workers, and they were, they were the poor that were being buried in Concordia, and their part of the cemetery is when, when, oh, is the most, like the most sad it is the most like just completely fucked yeah their grave markers aren't there there's a lot got damaged when El Paso had like a flood in 2006 but like when I went because I went on this ghost tour oh shit I went on high school I went in like 2014 yeah I went in like 2014 um like, nothing had been rebuilt. And a lot of... The ghost tour was at night. Because, of course, it is. Yeah. It's the first Saturday of every month. So, oh, which I want to go again. But I want, like, real ghost hunting material. If anyone wants to be my sugar daddy and buy me ghost hunting implements, like a spirit box or EMF reader, yeah, I'll sell feet pics. 
Rachel, you have ugly feet. You yeah, can't. that's that's got to be a fetish somewhere. Someone's no. like, show me them goblin feet, mommy. No. <laughs> Your toe doesn't have a pinky toe on it. It doesn't have a pinky nail on it. Neither of my pinky toes have nails on them. Yeah. That is, you can't sell feet pics with nasty feet like that. There's Riley fetishes. They exist, man. <laughs> but are people willing to pay money for these fetishes? Yes. You haven't been on the internet long enough. Riley hasn't been on the dark side of the internet long enough. Okay. I've never been on the dark side of the internet, and I will stand by that. <laughs> Stop okay. laughing, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Get your cannibal victim somewhere else. Don't show me your fucking... Don't show me your I book. got the last podcast on the left book, which has a whole chapter on Dahmer, because of course it does. And I haven't read most of it yet, because uh, I'm tired. Uh, Rachel, how long? How many hours did you sleep last night? I slept like fifteen hours last night. You oversleep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I only slept thirteen hours. Still not better. No, but whatever. So, the Chinese section of the of Concordia is the saddest place I've been. And you can feel the grief. Like, it's palpable. And I remember when they went, they either said not to hang around it too long. Because you can go into the Chinese part of the cemetery. Um, They said, don't go by yourself or don't hang in there too long. It was something like that. Because it's, the grief, it weighs on you. Like, weight. And you can feel it. So if there's any part of Concordia that is haunted, it, it is the Chinese section. Because it's just it unkept is, and it's, unmanaged. It's, yeah, it, and it's it's horrifically sad. And like they're they're trying to build right now they're trying to build a uh like a monument with the names of the people who are buried there. Okay. Because so many of the grave markers have just been fucked that mm-hmm. you, a lot of people just don't know who's buried where anymore. Yeah. Within the Chinese part of the cemetery. Anyway. So let's talk about the hauntings. So, fuck Concordia's website, by the way. It is... Oh, I was trying to listen to music while I was reading, and all I start hearing is, oh, oh, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was getting... I was like, I'm on crack. <laughs> That's it. I'm on meth. Like, I literally... I looked at my, my wine. It was sitting next to me. I looked at my wine, and I'm like, what is happening? Did they Concordia sounds like a MySpace page? I it, yeah, it has a sound on it. I thought Concordia was playing ghost sounds. Apparently, Concordia has a song written about it by a local El Paso. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, rather looking around by a local El Paso singer songwriter. And my note is in all colors. Fuck Concordia, or is all colors? It's in all caps. Fuck Concordia's website, OMG. I was listening to the music and the quote-unquote Concordia theme songs are playing. I'm done. I hate it here. It would just be better with ghost sounds. It would just be better with ghost sounds. Yeah. It sounds like a ghost sound. It sounds like a ghost sound. It's like Concordia. Concordia. So I'm gonna pause this podcast. I'm gonna play this song for Riley. No. Oh, no. I am. How you feeling about that theme song, Riley? I am disgusted. Yeah. Also, the saddest part I think about it is like <laughs> one of the one of the lines is it is it is uh that's where they'll lay me to rest in the old El Paso sand. To be completely frank and honest, there is nothing more sad to me than being buried in sand, like yeah. a funeral, and being yeah. buried in sand. I can't imagine. I hate this. I hate it here. 
Also, where is the sand in El Paso? Everywhere. Isn't that just dirt? Yes, but like Riley, when you go out to like the desert, which is AKA any part outside of our neighborhood, outside of like the kept neighborhoods, the suburb parts of El Paso, like even Riley, we have a fucking arroyo three blocks down. (laughs) The fuck do you mean? Where's the sand? I'm dumb and I'm observant, but I'm so not. Yeah, this is stupidest human being alive. Anyway. So Give me my medal. I hate, Give me my trophy. I, okay, because by the time I got all the history from other parts of um like the website. The, the webs. I didn't have to go to the Concordia website and uh when I did it was mostly for the hauntings. Yeah. Because I was like, well, that's the place that would have it, right? Because I wasn't really finding anything. Even though I know people say it's haunted, and I know- I have stories from people- Like, in person. In person, about saying Concordia's haunted as fuck. Um, so, like, I went to the website to be like, what's haunted? And it was just, Concordia, Concordia, <laughs> Concordia. Riley's laughing because I'm correct. It's awful. <laughs> like, think- it's- do you it's, think I'll get copyrighted if I put it if I put the song at the end? I'm gonna put the song at the end. I'm gonna put the first beginning of the song as after our goodbyes. All right. I'm gonna put the beginning of the song and see if we get copyrighted. We'll find out. <laughs> All right. So we love scatting in the anyway, So I, we're, we love being white girls who scat. Um. You remember when we used to throw snaps? Throwing snaps is probably the <laughs> funnest thing I've ever done. And Honestly, I kinda, it was I want, kinda I wanna get fun, it, though. I want to get it started at work. Because that'd be so cool that just to see, cool. a, like, to see Cassandra in the fitting room across from me and just throwing her a snap and she having to catch it and then not being able to see me again so she can't throw it back. Like, that'd be it's cool. It's like tag. It's like tag. Because what throwing snap is is you snap while, th- like, making a throwing motion at someone near you and they have to catch it, like, with a catching motion and snap back. Mm-hmm. And, like, that'd be cool. get... It gets extreme. Like, some people run for it. Some people run for the snaps. And yeah. they catch that shit. Anyway, so I went to the Concordia website looking for the haunting shit, and I saw the guest book, and I was like, oh, cool. This must be where people, because it's like sign in or read or read entries, and I'm like, cool. This must be where people write where shit's haunted. And I, I clicked on read entries, and there are four entries, and it's just people signing in with no comments. It's just like, this person was here on this date, and the last one was from 2017. To be completely fair, though. That's El Paso culture. <laughs> One. Two. <sighs> I didn't even know Concordia had a website. More and or less. Everything has a website. Anything. Everything has a website. Everything has a website. But it's a .org website. It's like an organized... Yeah, because they started that, like, revitalization thing. Anyway, but, like, Concordia website is where you get all the the go-tos about ghost tours. Like, they talk about the ghost tours, but they don't talk about what you see on the ghost tours other than learn about history and get spooked. It's like, but spooked by what? Spooked by what? Spooked by dead old people? Well, I mean, I guess that's what ghosts are. I, <laughs> I, I did, you don't have to put old people, you just said dead people. Um, but like, well, so, they're old. I found out that the ghost tours happen the first of every, the first Saturday of every month, and they are $15, and all the proceeds are all, like, the money goes to the revitalization of Concordia, which is nice, which is yeah, good. Which is um, good. Let's see what's my next. Okay, yeah, so the pictures they've shown, they showed from the ghost tours, a lot of them were, like, staged, like, uh, people on Dia de los Muertos, or, like, whatever. But a lot of the pictures of just, like, the ghost tours themselves had a lot of orbs in them, and I was like, those are orbs. 
That's not dirt. No, that's orbs. Because when you come to live in El Paso and you take pictures, you figure out pretty quickly what dirt and dust look like in flash pictures. Pretty fucking quickly. Because that's like 80% of the the atmosphere here. Um, And when I went on my ghost tour, we got a lot of pictures. Because I went uh, in high school with my friend Jasmine. Uh, Shit was cold. We went in October. Shit was cold. Um, And we got a lot of orbs. But there's other shit that happened too. Kind of. Eh. Um, so what I've also read is that people are poked and pushed a lot. To get out. I understand. Yeah, and, like, I remember someone got poked on mine, or they were like, something just touched me. Was it, like, and they were hearing, because you go on a ghost tour with a bunch of strangers. Like, it was, like, 20 strangers, uh, and then Jasmine and I. And, uh, we were like, oh, okay, then. But we got a, most of the orb pictures were taken with me. Not me taking the photo, but when Jasmine was taking photos of me. Which, you know, spooky bitch. I've been a spooky bitch since I was young. Like, I asked my mom the other day, I was like, Mom, do you remember me getting in trouble in kindergarten for holding seances? And she was like, no. And I was like, well. I did. I did. (laughs) (laughs) That happened several times. Because I can still see it in my head. (laughs) How do you hold a seance in kindergarten? You get everyone to sit at the little table. This was in the pre-K room. Yes. Or the morning daycare room, right? And uh, you sit at the little table, the bean-shaped table, and I would sit in the middle of the bean-shaped table and have everyone hold hands. And I would just pretend to talk spirits. Stop making that face, Rachel. I'm just smiling. I don't know what she means. Like, I would just be like, oh, there is someone here, guys. And they'd be like, what? What? Like a ghost? And I'm like, yeah, like a ghost? What the hell? Yeah, of course a ghost. (laughs) Rachel Coley. Nah, Miss Grace is sitting over there minding her own business. It's a ghost. Anyway. Was there actually anything? I don't remember. I was in kindergarten. <laughs> I remember at least two of the times I made shit up. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To scare everyone? Yeah. That was a spooky How thing. were you not labeled the weird kid? Riley. Who I, held seances I think in the kindergarten. Thing is, the thing is, is that we went to private school, Riley. We were all the weird kid. We were the distilled weird kids. Like, if you had put us out into normal normal school, distilled. we would have been the okay weird kids, the one that's still, like, okay to sit with, but you don't necessarily want to invite to your birthday party. Yeah. But you, you have no choice. Options. You have no choice at a school with four other kids in your whole grade. So. My last birthday party, my mom invited my entire class, and I hid under a table with my best friend at the time. I literally my third grade birthday party. I wrote down all the names of the kids I wanted, and they used to give out directories, like school directories of like the kids and their parents' names, and the parents' phone numbers and addresses and stuff for shit like this and for like carpool. And my mom went through and she invited the wrong David, because I wrote David and Adrian, who were twins, and my mom took that as oh Adrian and David as one, and then David, another David who I hated, and he showed up to my birthday party. <laughs> I remember I was like, well, maybe he just won't come. And my mom was like, hmm. <laughs> and he did come. <laughs> anyway, this is a private school story time. This is Gunk or the uh, time. We still have to get into how much I hate Zach Baggins. Because <laughs> I hate Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins. <laughs> Zach Bagel Bites. Anyway, I hope he blocks me on Twitter for this. Um, Zach Grocery Bags. Okay, so when I went on the ghost tour, they told us a story of some lady who felt someone holding her hand, like a child, like someone small holding her hand like a child. Mm-hmm. 
and pulling her towards the back corner of the cemetery, the corner closest to the freeway. That is the children's corner. Which leads me to the story that my friend told me when I was in Cinderella when I was 12 or 13. So, one day, uh, so I was in a production of Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella, and it was a show I did not audition for, and a lot of people who were in that show were mad at me because I did not audition for it, and it was run by a voice teacher, and I wasn't one of her voice students. So a lot of the chorus girls, I remember, were being, were, one day just came up to me, and they're like, so how did you get this part? Like, we, like, you don't even take voice lessons? Like, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was, I was a little shaky, and then I made friends, so it was fine, but, like, that first, like, week or two of rehearsals was so scary. Uh, but the first day of rehearsal, the other step, because I was one of the stepsisters, of course I was, the other stepsister wasn't there, so I just read both parts as we were blocking, and the director fell in love with me for that, because I went all, <laughs> yeah, because I was crazy, I was like, no, 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 and like, just switching voices, too. Yeah. Anyway, so, a couple weeks in, I had made friends with all the older kids, because of course I did. Yep. Um, this is how I made friends with Hugo. Because <laughs> Hugo's old. Okay, Hugo's three no. years older than me. Yeah, Hugo's older. Yeah, because it was like Hugo, Jim was in that cast, Tori. Yeah. So there are people I already knew from like Kids and Co. So Tori and Jim uh, were the ki- were king and one of the Cinderella's. And then I made friends with everyone else. Um, but like there was one day we were sitting in a back room and I think, I don't know if it was Amy who told me the story. Amy or Aurelia maybe. One of the other people in the show, because the court people weren't there so I, I could breathe easy. Um... So one of the older people in the show were telling me how when they were little and their parents used to drive them past Concordia, there was one day where they went, they were driving past and they were like, mom, can I go play? I want to go play. And she was like, what do you mean? That's, what do you mean? And she was like, there's a bunch of kids down there. I want to go play with them. And they're all waving at me. And it was the kids corner of the cemetery that they were driving past. That story stuck with me forever. What a time to be alive! Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 scary. That's scary. Not gonna lie. That's, that's a, fucking horrific. That's that's paranormal. That's that's horrific. Yeah, and it's like because we, we were sitting in the back in this back room of uh, this voice teacher's house, and just telling ghost stories, and that was one of them, and it like stuck with me forever. <laughs> because I think about it every time we drive past Concordia. Yeah, because it's right it's, by the if freeway. We, if we go to Riley's school, if we go to my job, if we go to anywhere further east than where we live, we have to drive by Concordia. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, it's between us and the entire east side. So, like... <laughs> Concordia. 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 Deep El Paso sand. Okay. Um... Oh, yeah, so when I was Googling this, when I Googled uh, Concordia Hauntings, the first thing that came up was a KISS FM article, and KISS FM is our 93.1, KISS FM is our local pop station. Yep. Um, They've got this morning program, Mike and Trish in the morning, and they're cool. I like Mike and Trish a lot. Yeah. Um, They had an article, Mike and Trish themselves had an article about a bodiless leg photograph from a Concordia tour. I Let's hear about it. Okay, so uh, it was taken... It was taken by a man whose last name is Ray, or first name is Ray. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. I should have written it down. Whatever. I literally thought, I should write this down, and then I didn't. <laughs> um, but it was taken for um, the lady who's running the ghost cords, whose last name is Shade. Uh, and when he was editing it just to make the picture a little brighter, 
these legs appeared behind the ghost door. And I'll show you this picture right there. Are you ready? No, I'm horrified. All right. Uh, okay, let's see. Let me pause this. Okay, so I'm about to click on it to show it to Riley. Just I'm recording again so I can get her genuine reaction. My genuine reaction? I'm horrified. Okay, right. are you ready? So it's a little edited, and they asked him, they were like, so this is Photoshop since you were editing it. And he's like, dude, I don't know where to start with Photoshop. I was just brightening the picture. And I've seen the original picture before it was brightened, and yeah, it's, it's literally just brightened. As someone who actually can Photoshop, even though I only use it for harm, uh, <laughs> cursed images. Yeah. There's a picture of me on some on a cow's udder. Yeah. Because of Rachel. <laughs> so, okay, this is what it says. According to both Ray and Shade, the photo was taken near the grave of Constable John Selman, best known by Wild West enthusiasts and Old El Paso history buffs as the person who shot and killed John- gunslinger John Wesley Harden in the Acne Saloon, Dantown, 1895. So, this is the picture. That is a person. Yeah. There's no one standing there in There's the no OG picture. There's no one standing there. In the OG picture. But... Yeah. You can and it's, see it's, through him. Yeah, so why I say this is lightened is because this is black. This is dead night. This is a nighttime okay. photo. Okay. And that's why it's edited to look like it's, like, mid-afternoon on a rainy day. Yeah, but... Yep. That is a person. Mm-hmm. That is no denying that there, that there are Those are, like, right those there. are feet, yeah. Those are feet that... There's mm-hmm. just no head. Nope, There's no head. not a single head. You see, like, these broad shoulders, like a tuxedo, like... Or, like, a suit. Like a suit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but no head. Yep. Absolutely not. And you can see through... I would say, and apparently one of these grapes is... His. Is his, yeah. Like, it you can the guy see, like, the tombstone, like, through him. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's, like, a person that got, like, shaded out a little bit and, like, it's hazy. No. Uh, no, you can see through it. Yeah. So that's fun, right? We're all having fun here with We're that. fun here with that. I Alright. Aight. Alright. Alright. So let's keep going. Uh... Yeah, okay, so here we go. Did I really watch a whole episode of Ghost Adventures? Yes. Okay, so the Ghost Adventures boys came to El Paso to investigate the DeSoto Hotel. The DeSoto Hotel is downtown in El Paso, Texas, and it's home to mostly crackheads. I don't say that out of malice. I say that out of, I'm it is a crack den. It's a crack den. Like, my friends and I, uh, we were going to go to this vintage, old-timey bar saloon for a night they were having uh and we didn't rsvp beforehand what recently yeah this was like this is like this this year yeah 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 yeah. this is about the desoto hotel this Mm -hmm. isn't about completely okay um and we didn't rsvp (laughs) so uh they were completely full and we were like fuck all right sorry (laughs) and so we just want we were we wandered around mariana uh was it was me mariana and jeffrey my two best friends um, and we were like, well, Mariana knew this super cool burrito place, so we went and got burrito. And we were like, yeah, we went to try to go here, but it was super packed. And we're like, oh, you should go to, um, this other place. It's just down the street, but stay on this side of the street when you cross, because it's right next to the DeSoto Hotel, and you don't want to walk in front of the DeSoto Hotel. And we're like, yeah, it's a crack den. We don't want to walk in front of the DeSoto Hotel. <laughs> because it's like, it's not even, it's just, it's just a very dangerous place. It's a, not a very nice place. And, um, so, of course, there's rumors of, like, creepy, creppy shit. And I remember when the Ghost Adventures people came because, uh, the guy who ran my ghost store, Reverend Henry Flores, uh, when he ran the ghost store, he's like, yeah, add me on Facebook, guys, whatever. And I did. So he's my friend on Facebook. I've had him on Facebook for t- five, six years now. So I, 
and like we've gone to each other stuff i legitimately consider this man my friend and he is on that episode of ghost adventures uh and they say <laughs> god I'll, I'll get to it but uh so they weren't here to do concordia but henry told them to do concordia while they're here and they did so let's start at the beginning uh i was drunk while writing this so god bless because if, if you weren't yeah so i just put fucking zach bagel bites <laughs> And this is just, like, what it is already is just the opening where he's talking about what we're doing in this episode. We investigate the DeSoto Hotel. And, and, like, and it pa- it was fl- flashing through the clips it's going to show in the episode. And I just went, hey, it's Henry! <laughs> right? Okay. And then my next thing is, how did I forget about Richard Ramirez? I don't think he spent any time in Concordia, though. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Richard Ramirez is going to be related to the DeSoto Hotel then, I guess. Even though I know he moved to LA, or to Hollywood, whatever, to California, in like, when he was like 18, whatever. Uh, so, still, in this beginning opening, while they're traveling from fucking Las Vegas, he goes, we head to El Paso, a city in peril. And I'm like, what? When? <laughs> when are we in peril? Um, when are we in- I never realized, I was drunk watching this, I never realized how protective I am over El Paso. Yeah. And it's because I hate living here. But but it's not a bad place to live. It's not a bad place to live. I gotta get out like a 2005 emo punk band. But it's not a bad place to live. I just personally don't enjoy it. Yeah. Because I'm too pale to survive the sun. And there's not enough theater here for me to be satisfied with my life. Yeah. So it's like, I never realized how... Until Zach Baggins came from my hometown, I never realized how, like, protective I was. Because fuck you, Zach Baggins. Fucking, I hate Zach Baggins. The slogan of this episode. Fuck you, Zach Baggins. And so the first, like, four minutes of the episode are them driving on the border highway, and three of them looking out the window at Juarez, and Zach just sitting at the table in the bus going, take a good look, boys. That, that, in 2010, was named the murder capital of the world. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that happened. Oh yeah, I forgot that happened, LMAO. And they're like, I was alive while that happened. Yeah, and they're like, thousands of unsolved homicides. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. But, and, there, and he's like, I think with all that negative energy, Juarez, Mexico has become a breeding ground for demons. And it's no. spi- wait, and it's spilling over into the sun city of El Paso. That is so stupid. It was That's a- not how spirits work. And there was this, and there was this graphic of. A map of Juarez and El Paso and, a, like, a border drawn between them and just dark spots blooming and fire and it just spilling onto El Paso. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing. I hate Zach Beckins. So I'd just like to ask, that's not how spirit works. It's not like you just can't go through things. It's not like you're things. just like, I'm here now. <laughs> Hello. I packed my bags. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I just hopped over. I just, just hopped over the fence. Hello. Yoo-hoo! Big summer blowout! <laughs> like, like, that's not... That's not how that works. You run a ghost show, and you don't know how that Zach works? Zach Baggins is a fucking asshole. He's a fucking asshole. Okay. Um. Oh, so, so I put, Zach sucks, and yeah, Juarez was the murder capital of the world, but you're not going to Juarez, so shut the fuck up, honestly. And was it the murder capital of the world, like, in... When they were filming? Probably not. Uh, no, I don't think so. Then why does it matter?! <laughs> Yeah, I was like, they filmed a year or two ago. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Anyway. Um, El Paso, the borderland of hell. Fucking moron. What? 
<laughs> That's exact quote. That's an exact quote. Sometimes I had to pause and, re- and like, go back a couple of seconds with, with close to get exact posts. Because exact quotes. Because I was like, this fucking man truly be trying me today. The border of The borderland hell. of hell. Well, because that's what's called the borderland, and I got well, it, but, yeah, like... but, but... The borderland of, of hell? hell? Shut up. Of hell? Shut up. Broski. You investigated... You, you came down to investigate a crack den. Which Let- I... To be... I've never heard of the DeSoto being haunted. No, I've never heard of that. Ever. I've heard of multiple places in El Paso being haunted, but not, not the, DeSoto. the DeSoto. I've heard of being dangerous because yes. of the crackheads. But not anything else. Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So they go and they knock on the door of the Soto, which is the lobby, and they open it, and there's a maintenance guy there, and they're like, hi, and he's like, hi, and they're like, who are you? And he's like, I'm, I'm the maintenance guy. <laughs> like, I'm, and, he, and they're like, he's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm, I'm Zach of Ghost Adventures. I'm here to do, you know, it's the ghost examination or whatever. And he's like, oh, all right, come this way. <laughs> right? Like, he's so nonchalant about it. And then he goes upstairs, and this interaction happens with a resident of the DeSoto. They talk to so many residents of the DeSoto, and I've, I've never seen a single one of these people in my whole life. Okay. They're doing the ghost thing. The ghost thing? Ooh! That's how people in El Paso react to <laughs> shit. That's the thing. That is a 100% accurate way that an El Paso person yep. would describe yep, something yep, 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 like yep. that. Yep, yep, because... Yep. Apostle people are like weirdly superstitious about like weird things. It's it's Hispanic but culture. But then it's, but then it's, but then they're like, ghost. Ooh. And I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if you're saying it to be like ooh, like, or if like a ghost, serious. or like or like a oh. Like I couldn't tell yeah. if it was a, a mockery of him or like just a, like an oh wow, oh geez, golly, ginger. Like I can't. I couldn't tell. I hope it was mockery. Like, honestly, it was so funny, because then they talk to that guy, and they're like, yeah, and that guy heard, like, running children or whatever, and he opened the door, and there's no one there. Stuff like that. I think, I kind of, I, I just, I didn't, I stopped paying attention during the DeSoto parts, because I was like, this is, Zach Baggins is just too much. I finished the episode, but I, whatever. You dissociated? I dissociated for a lot of it. You meant to look up at okay. the stars? Couldn't find them. Okay, so there's a part, this, uh, yeah, okay, so I hate Zach Zach Baggins. <laughs> Okay, and they have fucking reenactments in this show all the time of everything they're talking about, right? So they're talking about this one crackhead who freaked out, and so they had reenactment of two people holding down the crackhead, (laughs) running, and I was like, I hate this. (laughs) And then, okay, so Zach Baggins went down to the basement, which is apparently, like, the haunted part of the DeSoto, um, and- Wait, can we talk about how people are holding down a crackhead? They would bite you. (laughs) It was other crackheads. Still bite you. They were, like, Chomp. on his body, not on his face. Riley, why Why do you hold someone down by their me- mouth? No, like, one like one person holding down, like, the head and, like, shoulders, while the other one holds, like, the legs. Yeah, but why, how would they, if they're holding down your head and your shoulders, how are they, how are they chomping? <laughs> if you're holding down the head, now chomp without moving your forehead, Riley. Get me, get me without <laughs> moving your fucking forehead. <laughs> Riley, you're a fucking moron, I hate you, goddammit. <laughs> Oh, I just need to talk about how much I hate Zach Baggins, and you are truly just impeding this 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 quest of mine. This quest of talking shit about Zach, Zach Baggins, Zachary middle name Baggins. Have you ever seen Zach Baggins? No, I do not want to see this man. I keep hitting done instead of pause. No, yeah, Zach Baggins is white as fuck. Just restart the episode every time you hit bah, done. Bah. <laughs>
I always spell his name wrong. Good. He won't ever block me. This is what he looked like on the show. Just without the hat. You could have been a member of the Chainsmokers, and I couldn't tell Zach you otherwise. Zach Baggins de Soto de so- Hotel. <laughs> there they are walking out of Concordia, or walking into Concordia. There's the de Soto. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's... This is the part we were telling everyone about. What is Mexico being the murder capital of the world? <laughs> God, I hate Zach Baggins. Okay. Um, so, he went down to the basement, right? This is just, this. I'm just telling you about this episode of Ghost Adventures now. This will bar- hardly have anything to do with Concordia anymore. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I did my business. I did my job. So, I did my business. I did my business. So, he goes down to the basement, and he's wearing a fucking fumigation mask, and no one else is, because he's like, the dust. Because apparently he's like a, Zach Baggins is a sickly human being, and I'm like, it's because you're an asshole, Zach. Um, eat some fruit, asshole. Eat some fruit, asshole. Um, and that goes at me, too, because I'm such an asshole. Anyway. Eat some fruit, asshole. So, he goes down to this basement, and he just starts feeling, he's like, I'm feeling all these, like, angry thoughts that are not my own. Maybe you're just an angry white boy. Like, whatever. So, he leaves, and he goes, and he stands on, outside, and he's breathing in air, and he's telling the camera, like, I bet these people who are residents who are seeing everything that's happening know everything, blah, blah, blah. And this older lady who lives at the Soto approaches him and is like, we have, obviously, and you must have a gift to feel it that strong. And he's like walking in, he's like, I wouldn't call it like a gift. And I literally put in all caps, listen to what that Thea is telling you, you fuckwad. That Thea was telling him that he had a gift. You listen. You listen. You listen. You listen to Thea. You listen to the Thea's. She be knowing. She be knowing. Okay. So, they go back into the basement, right? And then yes. they're like, suddenly, a reverend shows up. And it's Henry. Henry Flores is a reverend. <laughs> He's a pastor. So, my note says, Henry jumping in and telling them to quit their shit. LOL, bless, bless reverend, reverend Henry Flores. He goes down. Like, the, the footage is him just clomping down the stairs. But, like, to how them, did he find like, him? Literally, before they showed up, Henry was like, they asked me to come be on Ghost Adventures. I was like, god damn it, Zach Baggins, you fucking asshole. Because Henry also, like, ran Ghost Line 1-5. It's not hard to know where to find the ghost people if you look for the ghost people. Yeah. Okay, um... (laughs) So, they they say Henry invited them to Concordia. Which, you do have to be, uh, in the summer months, Concordia closes at 5 p.m. Or 8 p.m. Because that's when the sun's still up. It's open basically from sunup to sunset. For the for the public. Mm-hmm. To go in after dark, you have to have, like... A group. You No, 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 no. You have to be, have permission. Yeah. Um, And that's why the ghost tours are led by the Concordia Association. Because they're the ones allowing permission. Otherwise, you will get the cops called on you. And people do get the cops called on them when they break in. Because it's not open. It's, like, padlocked after night. After, after dark. Um... And so they're like, oh, yeah, we'll totally go to Concordia to face the devil himself. And I put, where? You In Concordia? I hate you, Zach. Do you really think that the devil is going to reside in El Paso, Texas? 
honey, no. Okay, and so after they said that, the Concordia theme song played again. And I just put the fucking Concordia theme song again. I hate with like 12 exclamation points. Concordia. 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 I was just trying to listen to the new Five Sauce album and all I hear is... Uh, uh. God damn it. That's what it sounds like. Okay, and so at this point, we are only 14 minutes into the episode. And I was like... Also, they only spent 14 to 42 minutes in the DeSoto, so here we go, I guess. Spoiler alert, they go back to the DeSoto to do an actual investigation. I, it turns out, do not know the structure of an episode of Ghost Adventures. <laughs> but, like, why would you do that? That's so well, because this, like, this is, like, the research part. All right, all and right, so okay. The se- so, like, they do, like, a third researching the DeSoto, a third researching, quote-unquote, Concordia, and then the last third is investigating both at the same time. Okay. So the three, three of the four stay at the DeSoto, and they send one fucking guy to Concordia by himself. Are you fucking shitting me? Any graveyard at night's gonna be scary like that when you have a belief like that. When they tell him all the shit they told him about Concordia, especially. So, none of these facts are backed up. What, everything they said about Concordia, I had never heard before. Not fucking once. It made me piss. It like it pissed me off, and it's like, okay, okay. It's because it's, it's also it's also things I had already. It's like okay, cause okay, okay, okay. Let's just go. So, okay, this is the first thing that pissed me off was that they're like this is a grove of three trees, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that three trees. That the three is a three in the satanic world or like in the ghost world, I guess. If you're looking at like ghosts as negative things. Uh, if they knock three times, it's supposed to be like a mocking of the trilogy, the the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. They're like, these are the three trees. They grew here after Richard Ramirez did satanic rituals in this exact location. And I was like, okay, let's take a pause right here. Let's take a backseat. The thing with Richard Ramirez is that he was a dumb fucking asshole. We all know it. Yes. For those of you who don't know Richard Ramirez, which I, if you're listening, if you know me at all and you don't know Richard Ramirez and you're listening to his podcast, I'm a little surprised. Richard Ramirez was the Night Stalker. He raped and killed like 20 people over the span of like a year and a half in uh, like Los Angeles. And uh, they couldn't catch him for a while because he had no like MO. Like he would just rape and kill anyone. And there was a couple times where he would rape people but didn't kill them and he would just be like, uh, say you love Satan while, it, while he's like fucking him, while he's raping him. Uh, and be like, say you love Satan, say you love Satan. But the thing is, Richard Ramirez did, was satanic, but I have never heard of him actually performing a ritual. So that's, the thing is, I've never, Richard Ramirez was a satanic worshiper almost only in words alone. So the fact that they're like, Richard Ramirez performed satanic, fuck no, he didn't. And if he did, you wouldn't know it. Yeah. You would not know it. They also said they, he started off being in Concordia by sleeping there when he'd run away from his like abusive father. And I'm like, see, that I believe. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, I don't know if you saw my search history, Concordia Cemetery, Jefferson High School, Paso, Texas. Yeah. Uh, Richard Ramirez went to Jeff. Mm-hmm. Which I was like... I know Jeff is down there, but how close is it to Concordia? It is less than five minutes away from Concordia. So to go to Jeff, you have to be in that area, whatever, however they- District. Yeah. So it, like, it wouldn't be a long shot to say, oh yeah, if he ran away to sleep somewhere, it could have been Concordia. Yeah. Not a long shot. 
say he did satanic rituals there. Now that's a stretch. That's a bit of a fucking stretch. And also they planted trees in 2012. Yeah. The three trees didn't just grow mystically. They were planted in 20... Like, I'm... Ah, and that is the part of the cemetery that freaked him out the most during the investigation. Whatever. Um, yeah, okay. So I put Richard Mirror is actively doing satanic rituals in Concordia or even act or even actively doing rituals to Satan, like calm down, Zachary. He asked, he literally straight up looked Henry in the face and was like, Richard Ramirez did satanic rituals. Also, he always talks like he's yelling. Is it true that Richard Ramirez did satanic rituals in this cemetery? And Henry was like, yeah. I was like, wow. I, I, I don't mean to discredit people. It's just I don't. There's no evidence of that. Yeah. And that is something that would have happened in the 80s. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then, okay, so they, they had like chapter one. The three trees. And that's what they talk about Richard Ramirez. Chapter two. Hell's Gate. I was like, what the fuck is Hell's Gate? Some bullshit, probably. Yeah. Okay, and they talked about the deliberate upside down, okay, how there is current, um, people who break in to do, like, ritualistic things in Concordia, which is absolutely true. People do do that shit. Uh, and a lot of it consists of deliberately uh, uh, displaced crosses and moving them upside down and decapitated Jesus. Which is, you know, fun. And uh, so they're talking about that. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember those. I saw those when I went on the Concordia Summit. Like, that's been happening forever. People are assholes. Um, <laughs> so Henry said, if you find anything behind a headstone, just leave it alone. Because people leave gifts and trinkets or like satanic or... I, I hesitate to say satanic. Ritualistic. Yeah, ritualistic, yeah. Because I, I hesitate to say satanic because, like, it, uh, Satanism tends to be more valid in my mind than Christianity. Because it is. In my just, mind. It, it, it's, it's it's just because the tenets are, are a lot more, not easier to follow, but they're a lot, they make a lot more common sense than they're not based off of a book that also demeans and, like, hurts people. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's. It's a lot more be nice to other people than Christianity is, or how Christianity is currently, you know, practiced by a lot of people. Mm. Whatever, that's here or there. But, I, literally my note says, if you find anything in my head, so don't touch it, whatever. Well, we know what Zach's not gonna do. Listen. Listen. And so when they split up, and then the third chapter was the infant nursery, which is the children's corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all, that was all real. I was like, okay, yeah, that one's fine. And I put, yep, yep, yep. Uh, but so when they split up to do the, the DeSoto investigation and the Concordia investigation, they were like, ah, Zach will be at the DeSoto. And I'm like, oh, cool. The other guy's going to be too scared to touch anything. Zach's an asshole. Yeah, I put, oh, oh, now they're going back to the DeSoto, but making one member of their crew investigate Concordia all alone. At least Zach won't be touching shit behind headstones. <laughs> um... LMAO, I've stopped paying attention now that they themselves are investigating because this is where they make shit up. Eat shit, Zach Babel Bites. Yeah. Yeah, Ghost Adventures is a shit show. I hate Ghost... Like, I miss Ghost Hunters. I miss that one episode of Ghost Hunters where they were doing the investigation and they played back... 
a little girl, like an EVP of a little girl they got saying like, you don't want me here. And the and the the owner of the house going, no, baby, it's not that I don't want you. It's just that you can't be like crying because this little girl said it over the EVP, and they thought it was little girl haunting the house, whatever. And then uh, a big haunting at the DeSoto is little girls, and Zach's like, that's mimicry. That's a demon mimicking people and girls and little girls to get people to trust them. I'm like, sure, whatever, Zach, whatever. Okay, Zach. Zachary. Levels. There's levels of that. There's levels of that. Um, okay, also, this was a big thing that pissed me off. Like, of all the people he talked to, of Zach talked to, how did he manage to only speak to one Mexican? What? Uh-huh. Every single person, because he talked to a bunch of DeSoto residents, mm-hmm. the service people, one Mexican. And it was Henry Flores. The woman I called a Thea, she was white. <laughs> Everyone he talked to was white or black. I'm sorry, what? El Paso is 82% Hispanic. How How do you even do that? How, like, I literally don't even know how. Mm-hmm. The first two people he oh, talked to, the service- it was racism. Oh, <sighs> it was racism. I literally put everyone else was white or black and El Paso's population is, is an estimate of 82% Hispanic or Latinx. Like, that's racism, babe. With an exclamation point. The first two people, though, one who was like, they're doing the ghost thing. The ghost thing. Ooh, mm-hmm. we're two black men. Two. <clears throat> it's just, it, it was it was astounding to me. I was like, I, I, that's what I realized, like, halfway through, because I got another service guy who works at the hotel to go smell something, and he was a white guy with a mullet. I've never seen a person with a mullet in El Paso, to be completely honest. I feel like they brought people in. But that's my opinion. And he was like, it smells like something dead. And I'm like, yeah, of course it smells like something dead. It's a fucking decrepit-ass hotel. Whatever. Like, it, it really pissed me off. Because I was like... It's because... Oh. There's oh. too many Hispanic uh, people in this... There's too many Hispanic people in this town. In this town alone. That might just also speak to the demographic of the DeSoto being like, the white people are the one doing crack. Yes. Which is fair. Which is because fair. Correct. <laughs> correct. But... but um still yeah so this episode was a fucking farce of an investigation let's be fucking real um also so they set up like three cameras in the basement and like one in the hallway with the residents and they snuck into the hotel so the residents wouldn't see them investigating as if they hadn't talked to half of them already like it's not like oh i talked to that man about ghost stuff today might as well sneak in with my shitty glasses and boot cut jeans um at one point, they heard an unexplained howl. <laughs> and I was like... Do dogs not exist? I was like... Is that the chupacabra? El cucuy? El cucuy? Oh, they're coming for you, asshole. <laughs> the Mexican folklore was like, racism. The Mexican folk- folklore was like, there's... They're like, I smell a racist. Ow! Ow! It was like that Twitter racism watchdog where every time they find a racist tweet, they retweet it and go, bark, 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 bark. That's Mexican folklore going, racism? Oh! Chupacabra, coming to eat your goat-ass face. A warning. Get Zachary. out. Coming to eat your goat-ass face, Zachary Baggins. Okay, the part that pissed- it, Okay, the part that- Okay, it scared me about Longoria investigation. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't make sense. So the guy was investigating the three trees. Yeah? Yeah. And all of a sudden he starts flipping out. 
And I was like, why is this guy flipping out? And they were like, he sees three figures walking behind the trees. And I was like, what? He sees what now? And then they play back footage from another camera they had because they set up cameras mm-hmm. in... So he was carrying his own camera, and that's the part they showed him flipping out on. And then they showed another camera from far away of the part where he's flipping out, and they show the three figures. Mm-hmm. And they were like, our investigation, our our photo analysis, people say that these aren't real people because they're not moving in a realistic way, and they're not like absorbing light correctly or something. It looked very convenient, but also I was like, that's actually kind of scary. Like, I'm, I'm okay, I'm gonna show you. Pause. Mm-hmm. So, if anything from that episode actually happened, it would have been that part that I believed. Um, but it's very convenient. And it was backlit by the freeway. Yeah. I don't know. I, I it, Like, it felt too convenient. It felt like puppets. It felt too convenient. And especially since, like, what happened in the episode literally right before it, which I forgot about, was a crow flew out of one of the trees at him. <laughs> and then, as he was looking to where the crow came from and talking about it, he sees them and hides. Um... I, I, that's just... And it's, it's, like, it's... They seem to... Living here and being as, like, cre- not creepy as I am, but, like, as connected as I am with people who do follow things like this, that would have gone so much more viral. That Like, I would have heard about that before now. This yeah. episode's been out for a year. That would have... It would have hit us harder. Yeah, we would have known about we'd that. We would have known about that. And it's like that would have been told at like parties. And yeah, stuff. yeah, because yeah, yeah. That yeah. would have made sense. But like, and it's it's and it's it's just another thing. That it, it freaked me out. And but it's like now looking at it, I'm like, they move. They all all three of them move together. Yeah. In a way that's really hard. As someone who choreographs and directs, it's hard to get people to move together like that. Yes. And they bob up and down as they walk. I feel like it's like puppets. Riley thinks it's puppets. I I, I don't I, I think it's to... real because they're. Also... He calls the police about it. And the police show up. Like, that's the next part of the episode, is him calling the police about it. They're, I feel like they're too it's, solid it was weird. and it they're was too weird. together. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Also, Zach Baggins using the word undulate. I hate it. Um, oh, yeah. My next note says, white men being afraid of Burujaria, the TV show. <laughs> that's what the show is. Um, and then a piece of evidence happens at the DeSoto where a fan gets pushed off after Zach angers the spirits. But they're not there, of course. But, like, they catch it on film, and that part's a little weird, because I'm like, how'd they do that? I'm trying to figure out how they did that. Um, again, I don't want to disbelieve in ghosts. I just disbelieve in Ghost Adventures, the TV show. Yeah, there's a difference. It's it's skeptical of the... Of the, of the production, not the Of the, the production, spirit. not of the spirit yeah. itself. Also, okay, so they set up that... <laughs> they set up that, um... They set up that uh, camera upstairs in the residence hall, right? Crackheads found the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and what? That's like, the best part of this entire Crackheads episode. found the camera. And they took it into their apartment. And we're like, dude, that's expensive. And it's just, like, there's a good, like, three shots of the crackheads just staring at it and breathing. And it's like, yeah, they're trying to figure out why the fuck a camera's there. Oh, While well, on crack. Yeah. Like, and I put, congrats, Gross Adventures, you discovered crackheads. <laughs> like, and so the first crackheads who took it into their apartment put it back and it fell on the ground. And then another crackhead came up and just looked at it, like, uh, while I was going around and went, <gasps> and walked away. <laughs> and just, <gasps> crackheads are on a an And they're like, 
are the spirits of this hotel possessing its residents. It's like, no. They're just They're on crack. High. They're just on crack. And you left, a, you left an expensive camera to film them. These are anxious people. You're idiots. And then at one part, they heard a fight, and they ran upstairs to go see what the fight was, because they thought it was going to be ghosts involved. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why would it be ghosts involved? And what when the they fuck? ran up, and, and, there's and see, 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 and when they ran upstairs is when the fan because it was a fan that was like an unused fan, uh, like the one in my room, Riley, so you can get a reference, sitting on top of something, and Zach was saging the bottom and being like, if you don't like the sage, come talk to us, because he's an asshole. And he asked him, that's not how you talk to spirits, especially when you're saging. Especially if you Dude. think it's a demon, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. But he accidentally hit that fan with the sage earlier, and it got it got thrown to the floor. Yeah. And so, I honestly wouldn't put it past, like, a wire, but, again, I, they don't show us the whole perspective of the room. Like, it's just, I don't... I don't trust these Do you know how men. weird it is to get ghosts to move things like that? To move a 20-pound fan in the way it moved? Because it literally Slinging. sat up and... Bill. And I was like, nope, that's, that's not real. Cause as we live with ghosts, as we live with ghosts, do you know how rare it is for ghosts to move things, especially in that manner? Yeah. That's too aggressive. It's too aggressive. And that's probably if, if we're going to get real on it, that's a demon. If that's real, that's a demon. That's yeah. not, that's not a, spirit. it shouldn't be saying your name that you can hear out loud. It shouldn't be saying your name. No. And it shouldn't be moving things aggressively like that. Yeah, so... <laughs> so Zach Baggins <laughs> is a fucking moron. He doesn't know how to investigate brujeria. They were like, yeah, satanic rituals were done. Every time I... S-. Henry told him that he had found a... Uh, on a ghost tour of the DeSoto, they had found a pentagram on the floor. With the chin of the pentagram facing east. And I'm like, okay. And uh, people got poked and shit after that. Like, they are getting, like, shit thrown at him, Like, pebbles and stuff. So they don't do ghost tours of the DeSoto anymore, which I'm like, you probably shouldn't do ghost tours of the DeSoto in the first place. Um, but like, every time Zach was like, every time I stepped into the pentagram, that's when I started getting those violent thoughts. And then his other guy who was with him, not, because there's three of them, right? One of them running this like command center, Zach, and, a thir- and the third guy. And every time he stepped in, he was like, something's pulling on me. Something's pulling on me. There's something throwing pebbles at me. And I'm like, I hate this show. <laughs> I... Ghost Adventures. I went into that, I went into watching that episode knowing it was going to be bullshit because I hate Zach Baggins. Yes. Like, it's not even a guilty pleasure. Like, I just, I, no, like, it's, ghost, it's ghost, uh, ghost, hunters. ghost hunters, thank you. I was going to say Ghost Adventures again. I was like, what the fuck? No, ghost Jason, Jason and Grant, Jason and Grant. Uh, I love Jason and Grant. Um, that's my guilty pleasure because yeah. the best ghost hunting show, honestly, is BuzzFeed Unsolved because they don't find Shit. shit. But they don't fabricate anything either. Yeah. And, like, the one thing they have found, Shane's always like, that's not real. I was there. I didn't hear it. And Ryan's like, I heard it. And it's on the tape. And Shane's like, what? I don't give a shit. I'm on your bridge, goat man. Goat man. Goat man. Riley sent me a goddamn TikTok of, or no, I sent it to Riley, of what your favorite cryptid says about you. And the girl was like, if you say goat. No, I sent that to you. Okay, one of us sent Whatever. it together. And we were like, if you say Goatman, it's only because you watched that one episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> and I was like, Mothman. Down, I, I said Mothman. Mothman. I love Mothman. Anyway. So that's it. I don't know. Pentagrams typically... Are for protection. Well, yeah. They're typically for protection. 
And the reason why people do women rituals is to protect them in a circle from yep. bad it was energy. Literally, there's, the, there's a they, difference. What they showed, like, their, in their reenactment was a pentagram in a circle. And I was like, so it's a pentacle. It's a pentacle. They fu- they fucked up. They fucked up the own terminology. Oh, okay. I was, uh, yeah, you know, Ghost Adventures is such a crock of shit. Zach Baggins just does whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, I, I tweeted was like, I, I tweeted and was like, does Zach Baggins ever stop to think that maybe he's the negative energy he feels in the space? <laughs> I feel the negative energy. Zach, it's you. Zach, it's you. Gets gets Ryan Bagara's holy water water bottles. Spray bottle. Also, after doing this, I really want to go ghost hunting as soon as we're allowed to be around people again. You know, when we're not on lockdown or quarantine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh... I don't know if Hugo listens to this. Hugo, do you listen to this? Text me. Um... me it's not like you can't there was a, text I, I can text him um it's just there was that one time where we went like ghost hunting with his parents oh yeah i remember that <laughs> we, i went ghost hunting with hugo's parents once at like 2 a.m after eating kdama after eating ramen what a weird what a weird summer 20 uh 2018 was um but his family has like not an emf reader but they have like the 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 the, the yeah like the barometers yeah. to tell how hot things are yeah. Ghost stuff. The ghost shit. And his dad was like, I have it in the car. And I was like, what do you mean you have this in your car? Like, it's specifically a ghost hunting implement. What are you... <laughs> are you just ghost hunting all the it time? It was literally, like, such a night. And I'm like... And he liked my tweet. Hugo liked my tweet about going ghost hunting. So, Hugo, let's go ghost hunting. You having a fun time? I want to go ghost hunting, like, so bad. And I put it on Facebook, too. And uh, my friend Louis was like, so you're going to stay home? Because our house is haunted. And no. Because these ghosts are so aware of my shenanigans. Yeah, they know too much They about know us. too much. They've seen me They've here seen for us grow 22 up. years. <laughs> like, They've seen us grow up. They know our bullshit. The ghosts here are like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. All you want to do is fucking talk. It's like those TikToks of cats that are like, when are you going back to work? <laughs> That's the ghost <laughs> so in our I house. So I can be alone. <laughs> That's the ghost in our house right now. They're like, when yeah. are you guys leaving? Guys, don't you guys have, like, responsibilities and stuff? Guys! Nope. Guys. 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 Anyway. So that was Grab Bag. Grab Bag Podcast. That was Grab Bag Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. The ghosts are in here right now because my ears are freaking out. Are yours? Do you feel it? Not yet. No. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So. That's Grab Bag Podcast. Our Twitter is at grab bag podcast i think it's podcast and then instagram is pod Pod. so yeah instagram bag pod yeah did you hear that what my computer made noise okay oh no it's been like that all all... no my computer made like a sound we'll find out instagram grab bag pod twitter grab bag podcast i'm ray robbins riley's leader geek 244 ghost you want to say anything greg Gregory, Rachel's ghost boyfriend, you want to say anything? Fine. Fine here and shit. Alright. Fine. No, for real. Like, my ears, like, and then the, the computer made a sound. I swear to God, if I play this back, it. Okay, bye, guys. Bye, guys. pendulum riley can't hear it under her yeah but the pendulum (laughs) the ghosts say that my computer did make a noise and that they made it so fuck you riley
When my days are done by the banks of the river, that old Rio Grande in Concordia, they'll bury me in old El Paso sand. Concordia. Oh.